Hello guys and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Our Shared Experience. This one's a bit interesting. I wanted to step into one of my career paths that I've been so fortunate enough to be a part of and that is what it's really like to be a stuntman for Hollywood. Um, very interesting for me. I should, I've talked about it in the past but I I myself am a professional parkour athlete that gets stunt jobs. I've been so fortunate enough to allow my passion and drive for a very specific thing to grant me access to an incredible industry and my dream job when I was a kid. So it's important to know that when I was younger, I literally announced to the world, I told my cousin, I was like, I'm gonna be a stuntman one day. Um, and I don't know why every time I say that, I think about driving a ninja motorcycle, probably because when I was a kid, I started riding motorcycles when I was three years old. I had my first dirt bike when I was five. Uh, my dad was a bit of a motorhead, so we always had like go-karts and snowmobiles and quads and all these different things. So I think my life, I thought that it would go to more of a vehicle-based thing. But anyway, so much time went by. I was rollerblading, skateboarding, snowboarding, um, BMX. I, I loved all action sports, and it eventually led me to parkour and free running, which at the time, uh, I believe was like around 2006, 2007 maybe. Uh, I, actually no, I think it was 2005. Anyway, I. I found a couple guys jumping around on some walls and I was like, oh, this is cool, what are you guys doing? I was like, check this out. And I did this big backflip off the ledge and they were like, yo, that's cool, but we're actually doing something called parkour and it's about overcoming obstacles, whether it's uh, mental or physical. And I was like, yo, that sounds like some real hippie stuff. I'm in, I love it, let's do it. I just wanna jump off stuff. That's been my life anyway. And you're telling me there's a sport that is like, dedicated to it, let's do it. So um, I graduated college, ended up going to New York, and in New York is when I got my first job doing parkour, and they flew me up to Rochester, New York. It was a job for Eastman Kodak Company. They shot on these big film cameras, and it was shot by uh, Fred Murphy, who was um, a cinematographer who shot like The Secret Window with Johnny Depp. So I was like, yo, this is a big deal. Like, this is incredible. Um, I. I want to do more of this. So I got back to New York and I started looking on Craigslist and all these different platforms that might offer jobs for parkour or acrobats. And um, at that time, I started to watch Tempest Freerunning come up and all these parkour videos of like really high-end looking shots and coolest movement. And all of a sudden, some of those guys were in movies like Transformers or, um, I don't know, different movies. And I was like, so I actually wrote Paul Darnell I was like, I want to do what you're doing. I would love any advice to do it. And at the time, I don't think he ever wrote me back. And you could still find this comment. I think it's on one of his reels back in like, I don't know, 2007 maybe. Um, and long story short, I moved out to California. I was just hungry. I started looking up all the casting sites. I ended up booking two small jobs my first week or month in LA, which was a, a thing for MTV, and a uh, online commercial for something, I forget what it was for. Um, 
but all of a sudden then I got my agent because I reached out and I just started hacking the system, right? Creatively going around back. I reached out to all these stunt guys um, via, looked them up on IMDB, which is the internet movie database and found their emails and Facebook pages and was like, yeah, I'd love to sit down for coffee, ask you for some advice, da da da. Um, and I just, I just started hustling. I tried to do as much as I could to get into the stunt industry. And at the same time, I was also taking acting classes, right? I was trying to develop my skills because at the end of the day, I think the real dream for me was like to be rich and famous, to be an actor, to be known as me, right? And I wanted, to, and I'm not afraid to say that, I love being in front of camera, I love having an audience, I love being an entertainer. So there was this part of me that was like obsessed with parkour, wanted to be an actor, very much wanted to be a stunt man, and, um, and I was trying to do all the three of these things. And at the same time, I'm in this acting class with my wife who is an incredible actor. And one day she, she pulls me aside and she goes like, hey, I think you need to decide what you're doing. Because right now, you're good at many of these things, but you're kind of half-assing all of them. And you should probably focus because I think you'd have a lot more success if you actually had uh, a little bit more focus and drive toward one goal. So I said to myself, I was like, man, what do I really like? What's the, if I had to only do one of these things, what would it be? And again, parkour is only something that was slightly crawling up. Some athletes were getting very small sponsorship deals. A few competitions were happening, but I just loved it so much that I, I decided like, I wanna do that. Parkour is my number one thing. I should just stick with it and see if I can make it the most I can make it. So I continued to build my YouTube channel, made a bunch of tutorials that were getting millions of views. Then all of a sudden that led to some opportunities. Got on Ninja Warrior. Because of parkour, I performed extremely well. Got the fastest qualifying time and was like able to talk about YouTube. So all of a sudden national TV was starting to help build my audience on YouTube. Um, not because they decided to do that, because I creatively made my audition video saying that all my YouTube subscribers who I asked to comment, hey Jesse, you should do Ninja Warrior, and put that in my audition video, allowed me to be able to talk about my subscribers on Ninja Warrior because they were the reason that I was there. Um, again, third door, we talked about this, creativity in a different podcast, um, and how that should help fuel your success. Um, one of the many ways that I did that was that platform, and I'm continuing to do right now. So if you guys are watching Ultimate Tag, 15 of the 18 pro taggers are rocking the LaFleur Pro Signature Model shoes, my pro shoe. Um, and I will definitely creatively be using that as a way to market the shoe and help get it hopefully to a national audience and get people interested in rocking and wearing those when they are out jumping, training, or playing tag with their friends when this pandemic's over. Um, but anyway, so that led me to like building more parkour stuff. And the next thing you know, all of a sudden, someone needs a parkour guy for a movie. And now I'm, I'm getting into films as a professional parkour athlete or a specialist in parkour. And then that's now building up my, my stunt reel. And then all of a sudden, because I have this acting background, I'm asked to be a part 
of auditioning for an insane chase scene for television, but they don't want me to be the stunt guy because they want to do a very well shot chase scene for Hawaii Five-0 season seven, episode one. Probably the coolest project I've ever worked on. So if you haven't seen the chase scene, it's, it's like unofficially the world record breaker for the longest chase scene on TV. So it's, it's worth seeing. So I ended up booking that role because they wanted to have someone who they didn't have to hide their face and switch in and out of the stunt guy. They wanted someone, a parkour guy who can act well enough to, to take the character of Pierre Shaw. Um, so I did that, I booked that, and now, now what's really interesting to me is because I announced the world like, nope, here's my focus, I'm doing this thing, that thing has led me into acting. I have, I've now done three or four um, national television shows where I am the actor getting chased, doing parkour, and um, those are guest star roles. Those, to get a guest star role as an actor, you have to audition like four or five different times. You have to be approved by all these different people. But because I had a specialty that led me into it, it, it got around that. It was the third door in. I didn't have to audition all those different processes. They just saw what I did and said, yeah, we like Jesse. Um, and now that, that's building me up as an actor. And then at the same time, Parkour started leading me into bigger stunt roles. All of a sudden, they needed a parkour guy to play Nightcrawler in the X-Men films. Well, of course, he's not just doing parkour. I'm not just a parkour double in the film. So now I'm learning all these wire things. I'm learning how to use wires. I'm falling. I'm getting flown into this, ratcheted into that. I have to break through this, go through that. And now I'm learning everything I need to know about stunts while on the biggest movie platform in the industry, right? Multi $300 million films. And my career is being built and my credentials are being built and my name is becoming bigger and synonymous with major movies. So the question is, how do you get into stunts? Well, you just follow your passion and you work hard at continuing to creatively market yourself. But that is not what this podcast was supposed to be about. I guess it is now, but it's it's more like, what is it like to be a stuntman? What is the mentality now of being on set and having the re responsibility of being the main focus and doing something where you're actually putting not just your body, but your career on the line? And I think that's something that other people need to understand there's a lot of young people who are interested in being stunt performers, uh, male and female. And it's important to note that what we do isn't always safe. People get hurt all of the time. Every major film I've ever worked on, someone gets injured. And some of these injuries are could be career ending, right? We're talking about broken bones, bones sticking out of skin, um, cuts, gashes, faces blown off by fire, um, concussion so bad you lose sense of smell and taste forever. Um, people die every year, right? This is serious stuff. And I think we too often forget because we think that, oh, well, movies, they have pads, they have all this stuff. Well, it's not always like that. And a lot of times you are being put into a position where it's on you to, 
do the right thing. And it's not just on you, that's the problem, is that it takes so many people to make something happen perfectly. And sometimes the pressure of it all and the speed of it all changes so quickly. So you're on set and you've prepared something, you've practiced something, maybe you've had time to rehearse, maybe you haven't. Maybe you showed up and you're like, we're doing this today, you gotta jump off this, break through that. How does it look? Good, that's in line, you happy? All right, we gotta go. Jesse, in three, two, one, action! And you, you have to perform. And sometimes it's slower, sometimes there's a buildup. You have this time, you work this thing out, all of a sudden you get there and and it's you, you're the focus, right? So the pressure, you look out, you have a walkie that's next to you. Jesse, can you hear me? And you check, yes, uh, I'm, you set, set. All right, you look out and everyone's looking at you. There is a crowd of people from PAs to producers, directors, lighting, everyone's just looking up at you to do this thing. And you have to do it, you have to perform, you have to, to be ready enough and trust yourself and be centered enough in your own skill that when they start counting down, and this is probably the best part of stunts, and it could be for the pressure of performing, or it could be for doing something that you know is gonna hurt. Because like I said, sometimes you're hitting the ground. A lot of times you're hitting the ground with no mats. Sometimes you have pads. Sometimes you can't because you're wearing a t-shirt or you're, you're just in shorts. And there's that moment, and that moment of like, they start counting down. In three, two, one, and then right there, right between one and action, your brain switches off. It switches either off or on because at the end of the day, you're either hitting something hard and you need to get over the natural instinct of protecting yourself to the idea of falling down a set of stairs and allowing and trusting that your body and mind will protect you and respond to the action that is happening so quickly that when it ends, you don't know how you did it because your brain needed to shut off your conscious thinking so it can perform in a subconscious way to allow you to, to protect your, your body and your mind while still trying to, as a stunt performer, either block your face, hide your face, make sure the wig is here, um, end in a very specific place because they maybe they shot the ending first and now you have to match your actor's position in which he landed or perform your acrobatic feet in such a very specific way that you land on the exact mark where camera is positioned and pulled focus so they know that you did it. And then guess what? If it didn't go that way, if you didn't hit the mark, if something got a little funky, or camera messed up, didn't get it, didn't focus, lighting got a little weird, you gotta do it again and not just later, like right now. Get up, dude, you good? All right, reset. That's intense, but it's, it's incredible. And that's <laughs> the other side of like, I know you could see the passion in the story and if you're watching this on YouTube, you're watching my eyes like see it all happen. Very, very like, my imagination is like, whoa, I was in it. Um, 
the other side of doing stunts that's really exciting to me is that it, it's always different. You know, you're working for a new team or you're working on a new project. You're, you're on a new set. Sometimes it's incredible. You know, sometimes you're on the set of Star Wars. You're on the Mandalorian in the most insane prosthetic makeup that took three and a half hours to get on, weighs 20 pounds, and you have the biggest directors there staring at you, and you're like, every time, like literally every single time I get on set, I have this moment where I look around and I go, how the hell did I get here? How did the thought of me being a kid, imagining one day that I would be a stuntman, how does that turn into looking at John Favreau and being like, oh my God, like how did I get here? And it's not just me, it's so cool. So many of the coordinators, so many of the other stunt guys I work with have that same exact feeling every time they're on a job and they go, I have the best job in the world. This is so cool. So, yes, we talked about it during the Fear podcast. There's a sliding scale, right? This job is probably so incredible because on one end, I can die, literally die doing my job. And on the other end, I'm living the absolute dream of life. Like, crazy, right? Man, all right, I'm gonna end it there. This is very passionate. I, it was very funny because I didn't know how this would go. I just kind of was like, yeah, I should talk about being a stuntman because it's an interesting thing to talk about. But wow, this, um, it, it was fun. It was definitely fun, like saying a lot of that stuff out loud and, and doing a bit of storytelling for you guys. So if you enjoyed this, um, be sure to subscribe. Um, if you're listening to this on any of the major podcast platforms, leave a review. Um, and if you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to hit that notification bell and give me a like if you enjoyed it. Share with friends, guys. Um, enjoying the fact that this is building up. And uh, if you're not aware, my new television show is now out on Fox Television every Wednesday. It premiered on May 20th. It was called. It is called Ultimate Tag. And I am one of the pro taggers that will be um, in most, probably eight or nine of the episodes of this season. So be sure to go show that some love too. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Peace out. <laughs>